Hello, welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Renelle Briggs. If you are a book lover or a reader, this is the episode for you. It's going to be a short and sweet episode as we go through the books that I read in August. We've got 20 books to get through, um, and I've broken them down into a couple categories. We've got fiction, contemporary, personal development, romance, and novellas. In my previous book episode, the one featuring my July reading list, I shared a few books that I was planning on reading in August, which I don't usually do because I don't usually actually have an idea of what I'm going to read the next month. But there were so many good ones on Kindle Unlimited that I had downloaded a bunch to add. And the same thing happened literally yesterday as I'm heading into September. There's all these books on Kindle Unlimited. So I am anticipating that I'm going to have a high reading book count for September as well, which is good because I'm behind on my reading goal. But um, maybe I can catch up. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, in that past episode, these were the books that we were anticipating talking about. We had the Hunger Games series, Maybe Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid, The Summer of Broken Rules by K.L. Walter, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis, and Maybe Someday, Maybe Now by Colleen Hoover. Now, all of those books got read this month except for the Colleen Hoover ones because I'm still kind of on guard on whether I want to read her books or not because I'm just like... I'm not really a fan of her, but I'm also trying to separate my feelings for the author and the book because I feel like that's not really fair. So we'll see. But as of right now, that is not in this reading list. And I just found a whole bunch of other books, so I don't know if it's going to be in the September one either. But if it is, you'll be the first to know. Okay, so let's start with the fiction category. The books that I read in this category were the Hunger Games series, which I love. I've read this multiple times before. The first time I read the Hunger Games was in grade six, and we proceeded to see the movie after. And ever since then, I've been hooked. The first two books are my favorite. I don't like the third book as much. It's just kind of good to me, mainly just because I don't like the plot. But the first two books, I gave four stars because I'm just, I really love them. And I think that they're really good books. Like, this is one of those series that I think pretty much everybody collectively agrees is a great series, which I love to see. The reason why I wanted to reread these was because when I went to the Barbie movie and saw the trailer for the prequel book, The Battle of the Songbirds and the Snakes, as a movie coming out, it just kind of prompted me to go back to the series. And I'll probably end up rereading that book a little bit closer to when the movie comes out so that I'm ready and prepared. But this is one of those book series where you can go to escape and it's a compelling read for sure. If you read the Divergent series and liked it, you'll like this series too. Okay, let's move on to our contemporary category. So the first book that I read was Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis and I gave this book three stars. I had heard a lot of good things about this book. Um, I actually like asked someone about it and I saw it on the rapid loan shelf at the library. But after I read it for myself, even though I thought it was good and that there were a lot of important life lessons in it, I didn't really get the hype. Honestly, I wouldn't read it again, and it's probably not going to be something that I remember reading in a couple years. <laughs> Next up, I read a book by one of my favorite authors, Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it's called Maybe In Another Life. This book I also gave three stars because it wasn't my favorite of all her books. I'm a big fan of hers. Like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is one of my top favorite books of all time. And then Daisy Jones and the Six and Malibu Rising are up there as well. But I didn't like this book as much, although I will say it did have an interesting concept, which is something that you can always expect to get from her books. The plot follows the potential path of two paths that could have occurred based on one decision. And it was kind of philosophical in a sense that it reminded me of how different our lives can turn out based on one decision, but ultimately the one you choose is the one you were meant for. So I thought that was a cool concept. And if you're a fan of that, then definitely add this to your reading list. 
Okay, next up, I discovered an author named Rachel Hawkins, and I saw her book, The Villa, on the Rapid Loan Shelf at the library, and I picked it up, and that was a good choice. I read that in a sitting. I could not put it down. Like, I literally couldn't put it down, and after I finished it, I proceeded to, like, add both our other books onto my want-to-read list and get them from the library. It was such a cool read, and I was hooked from the start, and even though the summer is pretty much over at this point, like, people are going back to school. I feel like this would have made for a great beach read, even though it's not beachy at all, but it's just like the kind of book that you would read at the beach. So you can add it to your summer reading list or just read it this fall. So like I said, I went and got our other two books from the library. So the first one is The Wife Upstairs, and I gave this book three stars. This was a really cool read too, because it was one of those books that you don't know what the truth is at all until the end and even then you still don't really know what the actual truth is. The author has you thinking one thing and then it turns out to be something completely different and you didn't see it coming at all which I think is really fun as a reader because sometimes you can get into this like rhythm of just reading the same kind of books over and over and you just like know exactly how it's going to play out and it can get kind of boring so this was good for that and personally though this is not something that I'd read before bed because it kind of has like this murderous subplot um, but it's a good read for the daytime. And then I read her other book, Reckless Girls, and I gave this book three stars. This was another book that I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, I I didn't see that coming, like, at all. Not gonna lie, the premise of this book is kind of disturbing, and the ending is kind of effed up, but it was another book that I read in a day because I just had to know what was gonna happen next, and you just really didn't see, like, the things coming that happened. Like, that. This is not how I expected the book to go at all. Even when I was reading like the book jacket, I was like, yeah, that's not, this is not what I thought was going to happen, but it was good. Okay, moving on to the personal development slash self-help slash biography category. The first book I read was The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and I give this book four stars. This is a great personal development book, and it's a really good one if you're on your self-reflection journey. It's super short, but it's powerful. So even though the chapters are like, a page or two pages each. It's one of those books that like every sentence is laced with meaning. So it it makes it a little bit of a hard read because you really have to take the time to like interpret every single thing because it all means something. But it's a good book to use as like for studying. And like if you're actively working on yourself and your mindset and your personal growth, like you could read a chapter, then write about your thoughts on it or write about how it made you feel, that kind of thing. It's one of those kinds of books. But it's a really good like study self-development book. Next up, I read Wildflower by Drew Barrymore. I've really started to get into reading like celebrity and famous people's biographies. Ever since I read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, I've been more inclined to read more books like that because I feel like it gives me a little behind the scenes into their life and you see like more about them other than like what's portrayed in the media and on the big screen. I gave this book three stars. I'm not really a big Drew Barrymore fan or anything, but I was curious to learn more about her. And after having read it, I like her a lot more. To be honest, I wasn't really a fan of the writing style of the book, uh, but it was still fun to get a little sneak peek into her life. And I just find it really interesting to hear celebrities talk about things that are really important to them because at the core, like fame usually isn't it. And you see this a lot with like, you know, actors and musicians who all they wanted to do was make music and all they wanted to do was entertain. And so whenever I read these kinds of books, it kind of makes me think about what's really important in life and like what is actually truly valued. Because a lot of times like people who are famous, like are talking about how like fame isn't a value. It's something that like sometimes they would give up just to have this, this or this that's more important to them. So I just think it gets you thinking about the things that you have and what's really important. And I love that about these kinds of books. 
Then I read Next Level Basic by Sergi Schroeder. This book, honestly, I saw this on the shelf and I kind of knew I wasn't going to like it and I was right. I gave it two stars, but I did listen to a podcast episode with her on Call Her Daddy. So, and they mentioned the book in it. And so I was kind of like inclined to read it. There were some moments in this book where I literally laughed out loud though, because the way she wrote it was funny. And there was this whole part that was talking about <laughs> dividing people by their charging status which was actually hilarious because it's so true. Like, I honestly don't understand how people leave the house with, like, 10 to 20% battery, like, for the day, for the night. Like, how? How do you do that? I, I get anxious if my phone is under 80%, which is something that I'm working on because I know it's going to mess up my phone battery if I'm constantly charging it. But seriously, like, I, I don't understand. And it was just, like, funny to hear her describe this because I was like, okay, this is a universal thing. Like, I'm not the only person that looks at someone who has, like, 5% battery charge when they're leaving the house and doesn't think it's okay. Overall, though, even though I liked those parts, it just, like, really wasn't a good book. And it wasn't really written that well. And I didn't get anything out of it. So, mm. Then I read The Three Questions by Don McGregor's and Barbara Emerus, and I gave this book three stars. I'm a really big fan of Don McGregor's uh, writing. Like, The Four Agreements is one of my top favorite personal development books of all time. And then The Mastery of Love is another good one, too. This one I just didn't really vibe with as much. I don't know if it's because it was co-written and I could kind of feel the vibe of another person there, like, in the book. But honestly, like, if I if I had to recommend a book of his... I would say The Four Agreements. That being said, though, this was a good book for self-reflection because it focuses on like three questions to help you kind of figure out who you are. And so I think that that was really cool. And if you're looking for something to help with that, then it's definitely a good one. But if you're looking for a good personal development book overall from him, I would say The Four Agreements is your best bet. Okay, then we get to the romance category. I read one romance book. And honestly, I don't even know if you can consider this a romance book, but I don't know what else to categorize it as. And that's The Summer of Broken Rules by K.L. Walter, which I gave two stars. Honestly, that rating is really disappointing to me because I was really excited to read this book. Like, it was one of my anticipated reads, but it just, it was just, it disappointed me. Like, such a disappointment. I saw a review on the book that said not a single rule was broken and that is so accurate. Like I feel like the title of the book had nothing to do with the book itself. If this book was in order, this is how I would place it. I'll take a large game of assassin with one wedding, one dark subplot, and a juvenile romance on the side please. Just not it. Next up, let's move into the novella category. So this is where the bulk of the books were because I found this series called Unbreakable Ties that is five books but it's one story so it just kind of like picks up where it left off in the last book which I didn't realize until the end of the book I'm like I'm near the end of the book and this mystery hasn't been solved like what's going on and then I realized that it goes into the next book which if you're looking for <laughs> help on your reading goal and catching up this is a great series to read because this novella series is pretty much the equivalent of a book so it was perfect for that and I liked that it was split up like that I've never read a book series like that so it was good. And I rated them all three stars because it was good. I feel like novella series are kind of hit or miss sometimes, as you will find out as I speak on the next two books. But this one was not bad at all. Okay, I can't believe I have to end on these two books because they're both one stars, but this is the way it's played out. So the first one was Christmas on the 13th Floor by Lee Jacket, a one star. I swear these book series is like hit or miss because there are a handful that I really liked. And then there's some like including this one that were just so bad. So basically this author has a, it's like a series, but they're all standalone books. And it's like a novella for each 
holiday. So some of the holidays have hit. Like, it's been so good. Like, everything I needed in a novella and more. And then some of them have been so bad, I can't believe it's written by the same person. This is one of them. Like, I have nothing to say about this book other than this was just so not a vibe. And then the last novella that I read is called Butterfly and Frost by Sylvia Day. This book was also not a vibe. It was terrible. Like, it was terrible. I got the ick so many times. The characters were insufferable. The dialogue was so bad. And the ending was crap. And literally so out of nowhere. And not in a, whoa, I didn't see that coming kind of way. Like, in a, wow, I did not see that coming. That was terrible. That was awful. Like, it was so bad. I would not recommend this to anybody. And, um, yeah. Thank you for putting me ahead. One more book in my reading goal. But other than that, that was the only good that this book did for me. Okay, well, that is a wrap on <laughs> the August reading list. So even though I read 20 books, I feel like none of them were, like, amazing. Which is kind of sad because I just love when I find, like, four or five star reads and I read a bunch of them in a row. So if you've got any recommendations, let me know. I feel like I have a better little, like, roster. No, I don't, it's not a roster. Set list? Book list? Reading list? Whatever. For September. So hopefully when I'm coming back at the end of the month and reporting back to you on these books, it will be better and more enthusiastic. But that is where I'm going to leave you for now. If you have any good book recommendations or small talk books, you know where to find me at the Commodist Club underscore on Instagram and we can chat books for as long as you like. That is all for today. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and we will chat soon. Bye! Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast. I would love to hear from you, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging the Confidence Club. If you enjoyed these episodes, make sure to go follow the Confidence Club on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for daily inspiration and even more content. Chat with you soon. Bye!